The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to episode 130 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders, aka Eagle Sessions, here with my boy Evan Hollywood Hearn. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing pretty good, Gail. Doing pretty good considering the COVID world that we live in. You know, uh, for recent weeks, we've been talking about uh, the possibility of, you know, who's going to move forward into this NFL season. Some players are deciding to opt out of their contracts as mm. the NFL has allowed it. And, you know, we've talked, we've looked at guys around the league, how teams are going to be impacted by the loss of players, but it really hit home uh, today when one of our own guys, Marquise Goodwin, decided that he will be opting out of the 2020 season. Yeah, now we're thinking about these this offseason and the, the season is starting to peel the layers back. You know, first it was fans not showing to the game. Would they show up or or would they be allowed? Now it's to the point of, you know, which players are, are opting out of right. the season. Right. Um, and then, it's, you know, we started to see players opt out. You know, the news early out was a couple of Patriots players that decided yeah. to opt out. And then we're, you know, you start thinking – who on our, our roster is going to opt out or what would be the reason? Um, and it, it was one of our own. And, you know, the good majority of Eagle fans out there have been backing uh, Marquis Goodwin, uh, a guy who's, you know, uh, you know, is he the dynamic threat that we've been waiting for? He, he's, a, he's a speed element, vertical threat, uh, possible playmaker for Carson Wentz, but people were kind of excited to see what he could bring to the table with that kind of speed in this offense. But at the end of the day, it's really, um, it, this is, this is more than, uh, this is family first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, and if you take the time to really learn about what his story is and where he comes from and how he came to this decision, you can really wrap your head pretty easily around why he came to the decision he did. I mean, the dude, uh, from everything that I've learned about him since he became an Eagle, he he really is uh, the epitome of a family man. And, you know, you you have to put family first, man. The, the football is secondary. Yeah. And this situation, uh, you know, it, it all started, you know, it, he had, uh, you know, he met his wife in, in college. Um, you know, they've been in love for a long time. They, you know, match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up uh, miscarrying. Couple of track stars, too. Yeah, man, they missed they miss they miscarried, um, and then um, they tried to have another child years later. Yep. Um, 
and uh, his 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 son was born prematurely. Uh, so as he's there, you know, like thinking that like I'm not I'm not going to this fo- play this football game. His wife is telling him to go play in this football game for him, for his son who's is passed away and his yeah. wife. This will be yeah. the only time for him to see you play a football game. And Marquise Goodwin does this. Joe's back out there. Third down and eight. Nice pickup. Wide open for the speedster. Goodwin. And Goodwin is gone. A 49er touchdown. I mean, yeah. 83 yards to the house, um, yeah. but it was more than a touchdown. It was he was paying homage to his son who just passed away hours before the game. Hours imagine, ago. That, imagine having to be in a situation like that and having to perform professionally because it's your job. Because yeah. it's your job. And it, when, we, when we talk family first, uh, Marquis, uh you don't have to explain anything to us fans because you've showed and, and put it out there for a a football team that hadn't won a football game. Right. Hadn't won a football game and you were out there giving it your all. And the weirdest part of that, that was his first touchdown of the season. Yeah. That was the first game that, that the they 49ers won. won. So his they were they were 0 and 9 going into that game. So I mean that's that like it that's crazy. I mean to me that just really speaks to the kind of guy he is. We really want to bring in these high character guys and I think he is just like all of that. Um the Marquise he like you said he was in the hospital or earlier that day prior to that game and um you know his his wife that they slept overnight um with the baby and that you know they didn't he didn't make it and he was able to you know, remove, not remove it from his mind, but let that, that impactful moment in his life drive him and, and perform, um, you know, exceptionally well in that game, get the 49ers, the, uh, the victory, you know, it's, it's one of those kind of like storybook kind of endings, you know what I mean? Like it, it really, uh, made you felt like there was some higher, higher powers going on that day. And, um, yeah, dude, it's just, it's just powerful stuff. And you, you realize what kind of guy he is, that's the, that's the kind of guy I'm proud to call an eagle, you know. Yeah, and I mean, even if he's opting out, it's 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 fine with me. Like again, um, I I'm not a selfish fan over here. I, I support players doing the best for their families. Um, but we have a video um, of you know Marquise telling it in his own words. Uh, so you can't mince his words. He's gonna tell it straight from his heart. Marquise, good one. Opt out of playing in the 2020 and 2021 season this year, and here's why. Three years ago, I made a decision that affected my whole life. I chose to leave my wife at the hospital after prematurely birthing our first baby due to incompetent cervix, which resulted in a fatality to play on a football game, in a football game. I felt like I had to prove to my coaches and new team that I was dedicated to winning. And I wouldn't let anything keep me from that goal, not even my family. 
The following year in the same month, November, same week, our lives took another traumatic turn. Two weeks after learning um, that her abdominal cerclage was failing, my wife called me shortly after she had landed and arrived to our team hotel in Tampa, Florida to inform me she was having painful contractions. And my grandma, who flew up to help take care of Morgan while I would go to work in away games, had to rush her to the ER. Here we are again in the same predicament as a year, a year ago, except I was almost 3,000 miles away. Anxiety overtook me as I again had to make a similar decision. Will I choose to play again like everyone may expect me to do? Or do I go home and tend my ailing wife? Nevertheless, I told our GM at the time that I absolutely had to fly back and take care of my wife to honor my wedding vows. I made both to her, myself, and God. We lost our twin boys. We have three angel babies to hold and watch as their little heartbeats grew more and more faint by the minute until it stopped. I'm holding these babies, y'all, and I'm seeing my baby's heartbeats grow weaker and weaker, y'all. Like, imagine that. You know what I'm saying? After those losses, I was still expected to perform on a gridiron. Soon, I began to lose excitement for playing the game. Like, it was all I could think about. My wife at home, she didn't have a pregnant belly anymore. Nobody to cling to. No shoulder to crawl on. No, no one to talk to. While I'm at work getting the love and, you know, just everybody patting me on the back and you know, they just soothing me and getting me right while she at home by herself. Some may not understand as they may have not had to deal with this issue. It made me vulnerable. I didn't know how to cope with the loss of babies. Like, I've always wanted kids. I've always wanted babies, but, you know, still, we came home with no babies. My game decreased. I started playing less. I was getting injured. I was losing weight. I wasn't the same vibrant soul while in a football facility as I once was. I was mad. I felt that I should be, you know, at home helping my best friend get past the grief. Therefore, I could be the Marquise Goodwin, the guy I was on the field my first season in San Fran, except better. Onward to uh, February 2019, our lives changed for the better. As we finally were blessed to bring home our first living child, our rainbow baby. Ray Ray, where you at? Where's she at? Let me see her face. Let them see her face. All right, y'all. This right. And uh, yeah, man, that's 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 real deal it's, stuff right there. You know, like it, happy, it's, it's bigger than football. It's bigger than football, and coming down to a moment of a pandemic that no one was prepared for to leave his wife in a situation like this, uh, with uh, their newborn child, you, you, it's, it goes without saying family yeah. first, man. That, I mean, that, like there's with these NFL players, like none of us could really relate to what it's like to be a professional football player and to be making millions of dollars and, con- you know, off these contracts and everything. But as far as having a family and the, the simple things after, you know, they take their cleats off and they go home and they have a wife and they have a kids. And like, I think a lot of us can relate to that. You know what I mean? I know that there's fans out there that are fathers that are husbands and they, they care deeply for their family. And I know that, 
while there's a lot of people, it, it, you know, it was, it was kind of weird to see um, how you say, I agree with you that 90% of um, the comments that are made about Marquise Goodwin have been in support, but there's been some people, you know, that are out there and, you know, they, they feel like they're being slighted because, uh, you know, he's making millions of dollars and he should be out there. Like, you have to be a human about it. Realize that, like, this is a guy who has a kid just like your kids and he wants them to be healthy. He wants his wife to be healthy. And that that's his number one priority in life, as it should be. It's like if you're an everyday Joe, your boss calls you up and you're having issues with your child and your boss is like, no, I don't need you to do this overtime, bro. And you're like, yeah, nah, I'm staying here with my, with my wife. Yeah. Screw that. Um, you know, you tell I, him to I, go I, just, pound sand. I, I mean, I, I've seen a couple comments there, you know, and I, I look at them I'm like, yo, what, what are you thinking, man? Like, what are you thinking? Like, yeah. I mean, again, itself. again, this is, this is uncharted territory for all of us. Um, yeah. And it's uncharted territory for all these football players. You're talking about, Guys who prepared their whole life to play in the NFL, they have this opportunity, and they're it's a they're dealing with some life and death issues with family members who are have underlying conditions. Am I putting my family at risk? That's that's just what it is. Um, yeah, we as regular Joes are doing the same yeah. things. Whether you know, I me being quarantined for four months by myself, like you have to do these certain things, right. To take then, care of your family, bro. You, you just have to. And then you look at like all of the other leagues. Like let, let's just take a survey of what's going on, the MLB and all that. Like they have even put together these that both the NBA, the MLB, NHL, they've put together these plans to keep their players safe, right? But then there's still guys that are going out there. Uh, there was a story that came out today about the Miami Marlins. And apparently they were going out in Atlanta. They hit, they hit a strip club, and that's potentially where they got um, COVID from. And, like, the, like, put yourself in Marquise Goodwin's shoes. Like, even though there's a safety protocol in place, there could be guys that break that. And if those guys break that, then he has a risk of exposure. And that's ultimately his goal. He's trying to prevent that from happening. So even though there's all these safety uh, protocols in place, he is uh, he's being realistic about the situation. There's probably going to be guys out there that uh, disregard it, and they go out and they go rogue and they go do their own thing. And there's no doubt in my mind that there's, there's going to be more players that test positive for COVID this year. And he is doing – he's taking all the necessary precautions for all the things that have gone on in his life. He wants to protect the life of, of his, his child, which he's totally entitled to do. And it's, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that he's not going to be uh, going along this journey uh mm-hmm. this season um you, you know look at the depth chart um obviously he's a scratch on there um yeah now Alston jeffrey you know they announced that he's gonna be on the pup we all do that yep. uh you know deshaun jackson hopefully he is healthy um jalen rager you you think deshaun jackson jalen rager could be your starters uh greg warden slot perhaps um you know, looking at the depth chart, you know, you have Quez uh, Watkins, you have Hightower. A lot of people are high on. You can see people in the comments right now talking about both. I mm-hmm. think both are vertical threats. Um, both high, have high up, upside um, in the vertical game. Um, so it's interesting. I think Greg Ward. Um, I know, think he kind of cemented his position today. I think he's a lock at this but point. I, again, I mean, he should be 
in the mix. He's been here so long. He, mm-hmm. he knows the offense. Uh, he's a guy that it was a key piece at the end of the season. Sure. Um, but uh, one of the things that, you know, with this whole opt-out thing, the, you know, the list is growing. Now, do you have a list of the the guys who have opted out? There's some, just some I do. pretty talented guys on that list who uh, yeah. decided to opt out. And, you know, it just keeps on growing and growing every hour that passes. I mean, I look at the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They they lost uh, DeAnthony Thomas, uh, their offensive lineman, Andre Smith. Uh, you, look, the Dallas Cowboys within our division, they get lost uh, Maurice Kennedy and uh, Stephen uh, Goodry. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Uh, Green Bay Packers ended up losing Devin Funches. Kansas City Chiefs lost uh, Laurent uh, Duvernay Tardif. And I think one of the big stories that came out today was the New England Patriots, man. The New England Patriots, the, a lot of people think that Bill Belichick might be scheming because he ended up, I mean, they lost huge piece in uh, their linebacker, Deontay H- Hightower. They lost Dan Vitale, Brandon Bolden, Najee Torin, and then also Patrick Chung today. They just ended up getting a whole rash of, uh, of starters that are that are you know, stepping away. And that makes you wonder, like, does Bill Belichick have something up his sleeve? That's what a lot of people are speculating, that even though we brought Cam in, he might be eyeing up that uh, that first pick in Trevor Lawrence, you know? A little tank for Lawrence action, potentially. (laughs) You know, like, I I feel like uh, Cam's going to do his best to to get Ws for that squad. Um, Mm -hmm. But they are losing pieces, man. They're losing some some integral pieces that, you know – those are like solid role players on that, that, that team. So I, I think, again, some of those names that you named, I think there's going to be other players. So there could be another player on the Eagles to opt I out. Know. And uh, I've, seen, I've seen guys in the chat like, now, do people have the same energy for everybody on this roster? But granted, granted, Marquise Goodwin has a very, very – solid um reason reason, you know like to to not be playing like he's been through so much um but do we give this like of course i i I do i'm i'm hypothetically asking the question do do the fans out there give that same kind of leeway for uh you know for this guy I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, that, and that's a hypo- that's a hypothetical that I ended up bringing up to you uh, during the show. I mean, we look at Carson Wentz and what's going on in his life recently. He also has had a daughter, um, and you know he's got a new wife. Uh, I know that to me, Carson's personality seems like he just wants to get out there and play football. But you know, I look at all these things as a possibility. I'm like. Hypothetically speaking, if Carson Wentz decided to opt out, how would that be received? And on top of that, would that would kind of make Jalen Hurts the starter. Suppose Jalen Hurts comes in here and lights it up. What the hell goes on in 2021? As if 2020 couldn't get any more wild. You know, if, if Carson Wentz were to opt out, we might be looking down the barrel of another quarterback controversy. And they bring back Kelly Green all in the same year. What? <laughs> That would be amazing. Uh, not amazing that we would not have Carson Wentz, but just that would be in terms of like the drama that would unfold in the city of Philadelphia in this Eagles nation. But like 2020 has given us so many ups and downs and, you know, runarounds uh, from Kobe to COVID to um, 
you know, social injustices and you, uh-huh. you name it. Like it, to, to, to how many people dying this this year um, due to uh, COVID nineteen? But I wouldn't be surprised if something else crazy happened. But what it, about there, something it, crazy it, like? Uh, did, did you happen to see the video of um, of Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman waking up J- uh, Jordan Matthews today? You're on the roster again, boy. Get there. <laughs> Get him on the roster. Uh, shout out to who, who? Who? Who on the timeline tweeted that? Uh, that was Pennsylvania, I believe. At Pennsylvania. That's, that's funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. are we're meme, meme connoisseurs over here. That's, that's, yeah. that's we appreciate that's a good meme for sure. Yeah, <laughs> low key, we, we are just <laughs> he's freaking out down there. I don't see anything like that realistically happening. That's that was obviously a joke, but. Uh, Man, it, like at this point, what can happen? You know, that's where we're at. Uh, it's it's up it's up. I mean, we're, we're we're not even at that part of see. Like we're these are these are new things that we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. in the history of this podcast, we're talking about people just opting out of the whole season. Just be, you know, like that doesn't even doesn't even compute. Like, like you'd think, and that, like, what's crazy in this league is like, you've got such a wide range of people, like people where they are in their lives. Like you look at the guys that are just bursting onto the scene and they're, you know, 23, 24 years old. And they're not, I bet you, they're not really thinking about the long-term effects of COVID. They're not thinking about, you know, they just, they're, they're out there, they're hungry and they're seeking, you know, to, to make a, a mark in the league. And then you also in the same exact league have guys like someone like a Tom Brady, who's he's like dudes in his forties. He's a family man. And um, you know, all these people, they play together and you know, they, they all weigh their own risks. Well, that, whether the or weird, not they want to be out there. That's the weird dynamic in terms of like fans looking at their, their teams uh, in fans who, really don't give shit about the players but themselves and they're like they question their hearts because they're not going to put it on the line because you know whatever you know it's like they don't look at the the backgrounds of any of these players like even mark marky's good one we, we just talked about his his children right the, yeah the dude has his sister that has cerebral palsy that he also takes care of so yeah, he's taking, has been taken care of his o- whole life. Not not over his kids. He's been taking care of his sister since like the nineties. Uh, he calls himself. He's like, yeah, I was a parent when I, when I was an older brother, and I'm. Dude was like changing his sister's diapers. Like this dude has been like every family has a different setup. Not all, not all families are created equal, and you know everyone might have some people don't have kids. Uh, does the dynamic change when? You have kids like Jason Kelsey. Is is he thinking? He just had a daughter. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Know. Like, and that, I, that's I just, what like I, I think there's a lot of guys too that like um, you know, guys that were on the bubble before about retirement. Like, uh, I'm not saying anyone in particular th- this year on the Eagles or anything like that, but I'm thinking about all the guys league wide that have been you know weighing the options about whether or not they should come back or uh, you know they're on the bubble as far as retirement, like. If I if I'm looking at it like this, this seems like a pretty good time to step away. If I'm if I'm one of them, you know what I mean. 
I, I could see a mass exodus happening in the league, especially the closer and closer we get to the season. Now, if things uh, Adrian, truly start to continue downtrend. Now, Adrian from Facebook, uh, Adrian Caban, he says they all have a right to opt out, but let's not act like the energy wouldn't be different for Lance. I don't, I don't think um, the city or the fan base would give them that right. Like, I mean, I, I would – and like as much as it would hurt, it would hurt, boy. It, w- it would sting. It would rip me, rip me a new one. I'm just like, yo, <laughs> Wentz, bro. Like Wentz, you know, know, like, like. But there, there's a point in where you have to be real with yourself. You're like, I can't, I can't force, you know, a guy to put his his health on the line. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's not like, just his health, but everybody's. Yeah. And this is this is where I come to the point where like. We're, we're 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 headed into. It, we it, we've been in uncharted waters, man. We've been there. Like chicken wings and strip clubs are at the <laughs> uh, the brink of destruction for leagues, bro. Like yo, yeah. how Lou good Williams. are these wings? Dude, how good are these the, wings, bro? <laughs> the lemon how pepper I hear wings? is just killer, bro. I hear it's killer. I dude, I couldn't. <laughs> I could not believe it, man. And the funniest thing in that whole story with Lou Williams, he, he went, for those who don't know, Lou Williams was in the NBA bubble and he snuck out to a uh, strip club in Orlando. And then when he got called out about it, he was saying, I was just trying to go get some chicken wings. Yeah. That's just like we all go to cheerleaders in Philadelphia for the music selection. It's, it's, they got great playlists so- going on. So all those players from the Marlins were at a strip club in Atlanta. Yeah. So it, this is this is what we're dealing with, and this is real talk. It's not even like we're sitting here like saying anything. This is as funny as it sounds. That is the real issue that we're dealing with: players who can't follow protocol, or who can't follow uh, hanging out and partying, or like hanging out with the uh, you know you know, a female or, or just like, just not social distancing or that's, this is what we're dealing with. And that, 53 that, that's, guys, 53 that's exactly guys. the dynamic I've been talking about is that like, you have guys that are taking this quarantine more seriously and you have guys that are not. And the guys that are taking it more seriously are factoring in the people that are not and how they, they could potentially affect them. And meanwhile, Corona's out here like, <laughs> that's the only thing Corona is focused on right now. Corona, Corona doesn't give a shit. Um, and that, I, I'm, I'm, we're just trying to make light at this moment, but I'm, I'm saying that um, it's it's crazy out here. You know, friends of friends of you know, I've had friends just talking about catching it or dealing mm-hmm. with it, what they're doing um, to maintain. It's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What else is what what else is uh happening out there Don't. in Eagle World? So with it, what else is going on? I think a lot of people uh, had their feathers ruffled um, when the top the newest top one hundred list came out, and <laughs> there, there 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 was some you know there's some Eagles high up on that list, and by high I mean in close to closer to a hundred, not closer to one. And there was a pretty big name that was missing from the list. And uh, did, did you see what he had to say about that? Yeah, Carson was a little upset. Uh, let's roll tape. 
Uh, just excited to be here at camp. Uh, you know, I'm really not smiling behind the mask. Uh, I just want to let you know uh, there's some uncertainty out there. But one thing I am certain of, uh, you know, the NFL Top 100 is a bunch of uh, bullshit. I've been reading your bullshit tweets about me not being on the list. But at the end of the day, it's a bunch of malarkey. Uh, but, uh, you know, fly equals fly. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of malarkey. I mean, that's exactly how I think uh, he's obviously fed up when he's throwing out the M word like that, man. And the, and the funniest <laughs> thing is like, people were like, really thought that was Carson. Wentz. That was me. And what? You know, I'm not, I am not a voiceover actor. <laughs> this is the first thing I've learned about this. <laughs> Dude was like, people were answering that like, I hope he doesn't turn into Ben Roethlisberger. Who does he think? I'm like, wait, like. That's a it's a meme, bro. Like it's a meme. Uh, but what's 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 the what's what's the biggest joke is um, you know, the NFL top one hundred. It's it's there for a reason. It's there to get the people hype. You know what I mean? Uh, there to generate that's what conversation. It is. Like when I used to work at Roto World, uh, NBC, um, we would have to do put our drafts out there. Um our mock drafts, and we would have to purposely put somebody in the top 10 that would make people pissed off. And they're like, you can't have this person. You have to put a quarterback really? up there to get the conversation rolling. And when you're, you're like, your higher ups are telling you to, yo, you got to change your mock drive, your mock draft to, you can't have the same mock draft last right. same for last week. Meanwhile, you have your mock draft set for like weeks, but they they right. want you to change it to make the conversation to generate new conversation. Absolutely. So that, if you if you leave Carson off that list, you know Eagle fans are coming. Yeah, and I think and I think there's one thing that uh, the the nationwide media has really leaned on is kind of turning the knife inside of Eagle, Eagles fans' guts. Uh, they they know that we are a fan base that notices uh, things like that. They know that if they push our buttons, we're the ones that are most likely to react. And, you know, we're, we're, we generate conversation for them. And I think Jimmy Kemsky, he put out a tweet that I think, I think was pretty accurate. He was saying that if the NFL were to redraft the entire league right now, do you really believe Carson Wentz would go anywhere outside of the top 10? Like, think about that logically. You're starting – you're starting a franchise. Are you? Do you think Carson is escaping the top ten? You need a franchise quarterback, man. There's only like ten to twelve of them in the entire league. I mean, it's 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 funny, you know. Um, and o- overall, the players that made the list, uh, we had five. We have five players make the list. Um, mm-hmm. At ninety-eight, um, even though he was injured. Um, he still made the list at 98. Uh, Brandon Brooks uh, was not ranked in 2019, but he got just criminal 98 in 2020. Uh, coming right four spots ahead of him, Jason Kelsey coming in at 94. His 2019 rank was 72. Um, newly acquired Darius Slay. Last year, he was ranked 86 in 2019. 2020, he's ranked 92. Um, coming in, let's see, at 85, uh, Mr. Reliable Zach Ertz. Last mm-hmm. year, he was ranked 40 in 2019. 
In 2020, he's ranked 85. Uh, and the leader of the pack, Mr. Fletcher Cox, Steel Old Girl, ranked 28. Uh, in 2020, he's ranked 73. What does he have to steal more girlfriends or get more QB sacks? How are we there, taking this? I mean, I'm, I'm taking it the wrong way. And I'm also thinking to myself, there's another key name that's missing off that list uh, who posted a picture today and he's got the Brandon. I think he's got the same trainer as Brandon Brooks. How about that guy right Look there? At Look at this Bro, I'm guy. Telling you, the, wrestling key, the wrestling career um, is staring Lane Johnson in the face. For those who listen on the podcast, Lane Johnson, oh, Evan just posted a pic of Lane Johnson looking dude, like. Dude looks jacked, bro. What is he it? looks what better than Stone Cold in his prime. What, what is it? What is it with Lyman with abs, bro? Like, I don't know, man. I, th- I think I think that they all like uh, they they must be all dieting this off season, man. They're they're not bulking up the same way that uh, they would for a regular season. Are they? Are they not anticipate? I've I've seen that before with offensive linemen. Once they retire, they drop a ton of weight. But uh, I was not expecting to see that out of Brooks and Lane Johnson this year. But they look well, good, yeah. man. We didn't we didn't even mention that Lane Johnson wasn't even mentioned on that list either. And that's what I'm saying. That was another guy that was snubbed. Oh, did you say that? Okay, that's um, that's why I brought it up. That's why I brought it up. Is that like I think that Lane Johnson should have found his way on that list. I think personally, he's one of the best right tackles in the entire league. <laughs> Lane can't <laughs> stay off the juice. Says. Shout out to Mike. Um, it's it's interesting, man. Um, it, that list gets people fired up. I, I I don't like I don't like to take the. That's why I make a meme out of it. I don't take yeah. it seriously. I put that's a all meme you can do. Like I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not fired up. People are like throwing stats back. I'm like, you know, he, he had more stats as accurate. Like Kyle Kyle Kyler Murray's up there. Um, oh, I, I, I Josh I, Allen. Yeah. Like if you if you say. Kyler Murray five times fast. It sounds like a uh, hors d'oeuvre. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Ah, I see what you're saying with that. I see what you're Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, he had a decent rookie season. Honestly, I don't even think he should have won rookie of the year. I thought uh, I thought that kind of should have went to A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. That dude just lit it up at the end of the season and, you know, was pretty much uh, him and Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, the entire reasons that they went on the run that they did at the end of the season. Um, but, you know, Kyler Murray being the first overall pick and somewhat turning that uh, Arizona franchise around. He's still not at the level of, of Carson though. And then the, the other thing that like, obviously people are just so like, everybody seems to be so wishy-washy on. So you got Carson unranked on the list. You got Dak at 46 on the list, but then you, you get the Madden ratings. Then they're, they're the exact same rating. Like no, nobody <laughs> it's, it's so inconsistent. The rankings that are, that are going on here. It's, it's pretty much just to get people riled up is what it seems like. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, looking at the comments here, um, people, are, people are mentioning J jaw. I forgot. We, we all this talk about wide receivers. Um, mm-hmm. The guy that we, we no one's really mentioning is Jay Jaw. Now, is Jay Jaw in your book the? Is he the question mark to the whole equation of the wide receiver? I mean, because we have pl- pieces in place, but the question marks are. What do you What do you mean by question mark? Do you mean question mark as far as he makes the roster, or whether or not he has an impact? Who he is? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that I, I'm not ready to like. 
a lot of people jumped down J.J.'s throat last year. I am not at all ready to uh, write him off. I mean, I get it. He had, he had a bad first season. He didn't. He had a few key drops that, like, if he had made those plays, maybe we'd be viewing him in a different light. But the dude was a rookie. Um, you have to give him another opportunity. He's he's growing. I mean, don't get me wrong. The 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 thing that I think of J. Jaw every single time is that picture of him at training camp with his mom where she's shielding him from the sun with the umbrella. And I can't get that image out of my mind because I'm like, man, that's pretty soft. But wow. Are you you calling him soft? That move was soft. I'm not saying he's soft as a person, but that was pretty soft, man. If you got the umbrella on a sunny day, it's kind of soft. It's, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a good look because now it's become a meme. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think um, if the injuries were a thing, like he mentioned, it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna go. We're gonna see Jay Jaw in a better light next season. I mean, yeah. he did and it, that, that catch against the Giants was he showed some flashes. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that I think that what uh, Mike's like sub, no, bro, so soft, Char- like Charmin I, saw. <laughs> I think what Jay Jaw brings to the table that is kind of different than the other wide, like the other wide receivers we have are more speed wide receivers. Where I think he's more of a box a defender out, go up and get a ball kind of wide receiver. So he brings that different kind of dynamic. Um, you know, if he can pull the ball in, unlike that Detroit game. But if he can go up there and get the ball, be a red zone threat, kind of a kind of prototypical of like an Alshon Jeffrey type. Um, if he yeah. if he can assume that kind of role and then interject that into our speed receivers, like he he could seriously make an impact. Now, Cozy was making a point. Um, he was saying uh, too much cross training uh, with the Eagles, um, and he blames the coaches. Yeah. And now, if Aaron Aaron Morehead. Uh, comes in here and changes up the dynamic in the locker room. Um, if he provides a different type of energy to, to this group, that could be that's yet to, yet to be seen. Um, yeah. But the the good thing about um, Aaron is that he has that relationship with Jalen Rager already. Um, yeah. he's well familiar. He's he tried to get Jalen Rager to uh, he tried what I think he tried to recruit him to what. Is it Texas Tech or Texas A and M? I'm not sure exactly, but he's he's well familiar with Jalen Rager and his skill set. So um, interesting stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, uh, we're I mean the other the only other topics going on right now are uh, the uh, Eagles actually did a uh, a nice little montage, a memorial to Kobe Bryant. I thought I thought it was a nice touch. I feel like. I thought yeah. I felt like Kobe as a Kobe Bryant as a Eagle fan. That's like a luxury to have a player of that oh, caliber or a dynamic all-star like icon to be a yeah. fan of the Eagles. And I think Dude. him coming to talk to the Eagles during that Super Bowl run, he kind of like infused his team with energy, a yeah. different viewpoint, the Mamba on- mentality. Yeah, so I think um, I think that was cool that they came up with the list. Yeah, dude, there's not a single time that that video uh, passes me on Twitter or Instagram or whatever of the moment when Tom Brady's throwing up the Hail Mary and it's him sitting in his living room holding his daughter and, you know, his wife's recording him. It was the final play of the Super Bowl 
and uh, just him celebrating the Eagles win. And, you know, he, he, he was all of us that day. I mean, Kobe Bryant is a guy who was an absolute electrifying basketball player, Hall of Famer, uh, one of the greatest of all time, you know, top three NBA player of all time. Uh, but at the end of the day, he was an Eagles fan, grew up in Lower Marion. He's a local boy. And uh, just like that day, he he was one of us. He, he was just an Eagles fan that was excited to see his Eagles win. So there's not a day that, or there's not a time that uh, that video passes me where I don't watch it. Now, the that that list I was telling that the Eagles put up in the practice facility, uh, number one um, on the list uh is the co of the Kobe's 10 rules get better every single day. Number two, prove them wrong. Number three, work on your weaknesses. Uh, number four, execute what you practiced. Number five, learn from greatness. Number six, learn from wins and losses. Number seven, practice mindfulness. Number eight, be ambitious. Number nine, hashtag believe in your, in your team. Uh, number 10, learn storytelling. So, I mean, that, that's, that's learn a storytelling. It's a wide range of, uh, uh, of, of rules to live by. I think that last one could pertain to his, his animation that won like, a an Oscar. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I feel like there were so many layers to Kobe Bryant that we never even got to see, man. And we never yeah, even I got know. to see, man, but it's good to, it's good to pay homage to, uh, a guy like Kobe, I think he he's he's definitely been in the the hearts and minds of a lot of uh, professional athletes out there, especially yeah, Philadelphia Eagles athletes. Yeah, I mean, you you look at a lot of guys, a lot of athletes from Philly. They, I mean, anytime they're interviewed, you no matter the sport, their their, their idol is always uh, Kobe Bryant growing up, and um, you know that across the board that that seems to be the case, and you know he. He lives on uh, in spirit through, you know, players playing hard. Now, uh, to the to the guys in the chat, if you guys have any other questions that you want to fire off for the, you know, as we close down in the show, uh, we'd love to answer some questions as we get out of here. P- Puga just pointing out, you know, the cheerleaders they got the they got the great buffet as well. So like it's it's not just you know you, you got to strip clubs aren't just for you know the fun time. Apparently, it's a, the food is is killer. I mean, come on, man! Like, what what is in that buffet that's been sitting around? <laughs> you don't want to know, man. Crop dusting <laughs> on your chicken nuggets, like, and tater tots. Come on, man! I don't yeah. I don't know about that, um, but yeah, I, I I have a feeling that um, you know, Marquise Good Goodwin is not going to be the only news of of player opting out. I think. Yeah. Like I was sitting there, like thinking that. That's got to be it right now. That's got to be it. Um, yeah. No, I, th- I think that I, it was. It, I think they have a week from August fourth. It's either August third or August fourth. So, uh, like August tenth or eleventh should be around the last day that these guys really have the option uh, to opt out. And you know, I, I think that we definitely have some more guys that are they're tossing around the decision right now as we're speaking in their head, and they're uh, wondering if they're going to play. And there's going to be some guys out there that, you know, decide they're not. Now, Paul has a question. He says, "Do you think that the change with our medical team could be the reason why Brooks and Lane look so ripped?" Well, I, I, I'm I not so sure because I don't. I don't think that they've been 
necessarily they haven't spent too much with the teams because of covid right it's all been private um but brandon brooks is actually you know he practices with jiu-jitsu yeah yeah, yeah so i think uh, that dude has been doing his own his his own work on his own mm. uh but I, I think you know you, you saw him he was still doing um doing work after he just tore his achilles you know yeah. what i mean yeah, that dude. He he was uh, he was in the boot and he was in there rolling. He was uh, that dude's got a work ethic like none other. Um, um, let's see. Cozy, Cozy wants to know. What if Dak outs out? Isn't isn't the, his fr- franchise tag guaranteed? That's a that's a good question, man. I think yep. if you opt out, you get a different uh, you get a different salary for the year. It's like, is there like a certain minimum for that? Yeah, uh, I want to say 150 grand, but I'm not entirely sure. 150 grand is what I saw. It was like 250. I don't know. Oh, it, could, it, could, it could depend on your contract. Did Matt Collins opt out for the Dolphins? I didn't hear about that. But I'm not trying to bring him back. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins opted out of him, to be honest with you. All right, so Jeffrey Cross saying one hundred and fifty thousand as the low, and then three hundred and fifty thousand for the bigger price players. Imagine just sitting out like for a year, just in your job, doing what you do, and getting mm-hmm. three fifty. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine. that. That would be. Just, I, I couldn't imagine working my ass off and making three fifty. To be honest with you, uh, Paul says NFL players consider high risk and earn. Up to three hundred fifty thousand in a crude NFL season. If they choose to opt out, there also will be a fund established to pay back any benefits eliminated as a result of COVID nineteen up to twenty twenty three, as well as to pay back any lost guaranteed money to players. Shout out for yeah. Paul. Uh, all, uh, in the comments. Yeah, and I'm I'm also seeing that like this money that it, it, that is given to these players is almost uh, kind of considered a loan. Whereas, like that, that's at least what I've seen online. It's how it's being described. So that essentially, if these players get the hundred fifty thousand or three hundred fifty thousand, that's kind of subtracted out of next year's contract. So that then, makes any sense. You, it's you, kind you, of like that. You're kind of taking a loan out of your next year's salary. Okay, so then you're telling me the NFL is coming back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know the NFL, they don't play, man. They want their money. Was if it, you take that money and then retire, you know, they might break your legs. Who knows? Was it that show on fam, uh, Family Guy when uh, he's like, where's my money? I need my money. <laughs> I need where's my money? My money? Um, <laughs> and it's funny because at the end of the day, it's, it's the NFL. It's it, it's at the end of the day, it's all about that cash. Uh, the NFL is still trying to cash in, uh, make that money, um, and keep the league running. Um. You know, Mark says uh, almost as good as his stimulus check. Uh, you know, a little $1,200. Get yourself a new PS4 and a PS5, a couple games. Last of Us. I just got Last of Us. You know, I'm Oh, did be, you? Uh, Ghost oh, so you, Tushimi. So I'll see you in like a month or so. You're just going to go grind that for a little that's, bit? That's, that's the game that I'm – That's the. this is the pre-hype to the, the season not happening. Like I, I'm trying to find <laughs> – I'm trying to find some games. I, w- I went to GameStop and I was like, "What game is like re- like really good? That's gonna take me a long time right now. Like, which one's mm-hmm. the game that's gonna take me longer? Like, Last of Us. I was like, "All right, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm about to do the deep dive in Dark Souls. I said I've never played that game before. Everybody hypes it up though, so I might check that one out. But if you know, if the season doesn't end up happening, it, it's it's so it's so mixed. I feel like every day it feels like you know, oh my god, it, it looks like it could actually happen, and then the next day it's like, oh, there's no there's no freaking way, man. Yeah, uh, but any other um, any 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 words of wisdom before we uh, head out, Evan? No, I mean, if you have, if you're ever, my one word of wisdom would be if you're ever in a position where your company is offering you $350,000 to sit around and do nothing, take it. That's just me speaking from logic. Um, You know, so, but my my words of wisdom would just be uh, try and be understanding of these players that are opting out. Um, Try and learn their stories. And, you know, they're humans just like we are. So they want to protect their families. Um, what, what, what I got here? I, I think it's just important to uh, realize that we're going through. We're, we're this is the weirdest part for me is like we're living through history. We're like these moments where you were in history class back in high school, and you're looking at these, mm-hmm. you know, people standing in line, like you know, you know, poor or like you know, just going through these, you know, sicknesses or like yeah. just this would that would never happen during this time. Here we are in a pandemic just talking about football, but talking about football, like we've never talked about football ever. Um, So like I, you know, as you get, as you grow older, you think that you've seen everything. So for me to be shocked, like I thought I've seen everything and um, here I am, you know, working from home. Um, this this should be a life lesson that even after this, you still haven't seen everything. Some crazy shit's still going to happen down the pipeline, man. Yeah, you know, hopefully uh PS5 is in like 8K maybe. I haven't seen <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking forward to in the future. Uh but other than that guys, uh we appreciate you guys sticking sticking around, um coming to talk Eagles football. Uh it, if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Um if you're uh you know listening to the the podcast, um subscribe on uh, on iTunes um, or wherever you hear us at subscribe hit that subscribe button uh it goes a long way five stars and, yeah we appreciate it but uh you know at the, at the end of the day it's always fly eagles fly and we'll see you guys in the next one everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price ba-da-ba-ba-ba